Hello everyone. Welcome to episode 5 of the Made in Africa Half Content Entertainment Podcast brought to you by Delaco NJ Tech Services. We will have thought that after a slow start to Afcon 2021, we are going to be up to 41 goals in 24 games. After a short 12 goals in 12 games, we saw us leaving the first round of the group games by 1.0 goal per game in the first 12 games. But now we are up to 1.7 goals per game, <laughs> which says a lot about this quality of the competition. And present at the moment, we have 1.7 goals per game. That is an increase from 12 goals scored in the 12 first game. Now, 29 goals has been scored in the last 12 games, taking it up to 41 in 24 games. So I believe this is what we've been expecting so far in the first round, and we've seen it now in the second round. Hopefully, in the third round that is coming now, we are going to be seeing much more, much more goals being scored over over the time. And we saw Cameroon running riot against Ethiopia by four goals to one. Nigeria doing the business. 3-1 against Sudan and also Equatorial Guinea against Algeria. Those guys just need to be commended. Now they've, they've ended the 35 games competing for the Algerian side, which happens to be the second longest in the history of international football, just two behind Italy's record of 37. They are in good company with the likes of Spanish team where they won the Euro 2008 with their 35 matches of beating, and also the Brazilian team where they won the 1994 World Cup with their 35 matches on beating. I am your host, Olamide Abi, and we are going to be enjoying this trip. You need to bring out your calculators because we are going to do permutations. Uh, we are going to calculate the teams that have the chances of getting to the second round in round of 16, and also the teams that we thought they are going to get knocked out, but definitely they are going to qualify. This is Made in Africa Afcon 2021 podcast. Have you heard of Dolapo NG Tech Services? We offer the best deals in internet data subscriptions, airtime to cash conversion, airtime top-up, KBTV subscriptions, electricity bill payment, examination registration pins for WIKE and MECO, exchange of cryptocurrencies and gift cards. At Dolapo NG Tech Services, we have been one of the best telecommunication platforms that have been in existence since a year ago. At Dolapo NG Tech Services, our goal and vision is to support the growth of communication technology in Nigeria and also support the individuals in becoming better data resellers for a totally low rate from our platform. Millions of words cannot say who we are at Dolapo NG Tech Services. Our existing clients have been enjoying the qualities that come with our platform. We assure you the best offer as you partner with us today. We warmly welcome you to Dolapo NG Tech Services. For further information, you may contact the admin on 081-2116-3112. The numbers again, 081-2116-3112. Or you can also visit our website at dollarcodata.com.ng. So here at Made in Africa, we are an organization with a mission to increase the level of engagement of fans in African football. So we asked our listeners to give us their reactions after the Nigerian game and who they also think was the best player in the game. We received a lot of responses which can last for us if we add them to the podcast. But we selected randomly and these are the opinions that we got from the fans. Here we go. Hi, my name is Okiki Jesu. Guy, my man of the match, I beg, I give it up for our keeper. The keeper tried to well. I mean, I saw the way the keeper played. I, oh my god, our keeper, like, he really, really tried. I give it up for that guy. And this guy, um, the guy that scored the second goal is a Yoruba guy. I was something, I can't, I can't, I, I can't remember his name. But they, those two guys, I give it up for them. I mean, they were more noticeable in the play. I'd have liked the other guy that entered. Um, is he, um, 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 Umar Shaq or something, but then he there were a lot of losses from his side. I wouldn't lie about like what according to what I saw, what I viewed. But then I mean, the game was a very good game, it was a very sweet one. <laughs> Nigeria won. <laughs> I am the sports illuminator. Now, Nigeria against Sudan, a pretty good game for the Super Eagles. I started early, scoring the early goal, and I expected them to. Uh, get control of the match, but on the long run, 
I think they lost their footing, playing on very long passes from the back. Just Kong, of course, with the DD, all doing long passes that are not needed. But I think uh, the Sudanese were allowed into the game, but the governing quality was the main difference between both sides. Uh, maybe compared to what happened the game against Egypt, I think um, if I go have a better game against Egypt than now, the only difference is score more goals here. And I think, uh, yes, um, like I said, the governing class was just different between both sides. But I could see it well, but uh, not too satisfied a performance. Despite scoring three goals, and of course they let in a goal via penalty, which is not which was not needed. Aribo got a yellow card, which was also not needed. You know, when you are leading a team in which that is below you, you must learn to kill them. I mean, kill kill a team that is not up to your standard. Let send a signal to other teams that are also lesser. I mean, Chubaigos must learn to be ruthless. They should have gotten the whole of that game and tore Sudan apart the more. But nevertheless, as they used to say, uh, result is what matter most. Three goes to one, becoming the first team to qualify for the next round. The third team, rather, to qualify for the next round, something great. Of course, we have times in the next round, in the next game against uh, Guinea-Bissau to rest players. But nevertheless, I think Cerezo is doing fine. He's doing good with his team, uh, I think, uh, definitely. And of course, uh, for the records, uh, Super Eagles <clears throat> in all competitions and competitive matches, let me put it that way. Aside Chan, I scored their 27th goal against the Sudanese. Uh, of course, Sudanese having 13. Super Eagles winning nine games, nine now. Nine games in all competitions, including 40 matches, and, and of course, including 40 matches over uh, the Sudanese who have only won twice. This is the third time we'll be facing Sudan in the war, in the African Cup of Nations. Uh, Super Eagles have made it back to back win. The first time was far back at the 1963 where Sudan white was Super Eagles by four goals to nothing. And of course, in 1976, Super Eagles defeated Sudan by a long goal. Why? In 2022 or 2021, after we played 2022, so Super Eagles three goals to one over uh, Sudan. Of course, I think a great one. Uh, man of the match definitely is, is, is it picks itself. Mostly Simon is getting that the dazzling one. He got a goal assist. Yeah, the dazzling one. Even though he still needs uh, to improve on his deliveries. Yes, I think that is much more needed uh, for me. I know it's been great uh, for Super Eagles. Of course, the big question is who's next in the next round. Thank you. The sports illuminator. I'm Abraham Adeyinka. Sparkles of Nigeria against Sudan was a very good game. It was fantastic performance. Okay, good. And I think the man of the match is Simon Moses. He's really working out at the forerun, as a forerunner, so to say. So I give it to him and also to the entire team. I think they are working good and they're going to improve on their games. The defense line for now is a bit okay. The midfield as well as the attack. But ultimately, they need to improve because we might end up meeting a team that will give us tough times. And also, the goalkeepers will be much more concentrated and it should be serious, so to say, because he's just playing in and out. He's not being serious at the game because he's not having much. The defense line are really working for him and he's like relaxing and not really ready to face the task ahead so good one good game we hope to make it um a great performance a great tournament by winning the trophy okay um good evening my name is jeremiah Oluwafiromi. um about today's game uh, nigeria against sudan the the victory for me i felt that the team has really changed um the the prayer is there. Um, every other thing that is needed, unfortunately, we were able to be considered, which for me, I felt it's not, it's not, um, it's not needed. Uh, that that it was actually, it was actually a mistake that that could be, you could that would have let go. But regardless, it, it was actually a very nice game, and I discovered that the first half was when it was when we had the best game. Um, even against um, Egypt, same as against Sudan. Most of our games in the second half don't used to have that energy that the first half do have. But it's still okay. And um, my man of the match, um, I will still give it to Moses Simon. 
I'll give it to Moses Simon. He, he the, 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 the man has been, he has been spectacular. Two games now with good touches. Fine one, knows what to do with the ball, drives very fast. And as a matter of fact, he's a very good holder, trying to hold the ball, trying to do a, an assist today with a goal. For me, Moses Simon still, still makes my own man of the match. Um, for um, for the game against Sudan, and furthermore, um, if I if I'm to add, I, I find that the tactics of Austin Eguafon so far in Afcon has been, you know, it has actually improved, and we've seen the best of these guys. Although we still expect more, but regardless, we've seen the best of these guys because see what Mosamos was, was able to do, look at from the wing side, see Chukwese, see with friendly Didi, and see the way the, the likes of Saidu Senusi, Alaino, Chris Ekonwe, they were coordinated and collected, even at the defense. It's it's something that, for me, I felt the performance so far had been better, improved than when it was, than when the guys were on that and a draw. Tactics is different this time, and I can say that if we have nothing, we have nothing to worry about, even at the round of 16, and even progressively to the even to the final. That is my own optimism. Anyway, yeah. I would say the um, man of the match would be Simon Moses. No, he did very well. Like he, she even even score. Like I did even he scored a goal and then. There was a time he charged forward and he almost stumbled. I would, I would vouch for Simon Moses. Yes, he be the man of the match for me. Um, of course, it's it's a well a well deserved win, a very well deserved win. We played a pressure football from the beginning. Although the penalty that was awarded to Sudan was not a merited one, I keep saying it. It wasn't a foul, but yes, of course, it was a well-deserved win. My name is Abdugeni Abdurrahman Akabi. Yes, I, I was very amazed and I'm highly delighted with uh, the performance of um, um, Nigeria today. So as we defeated Sudan with 3-1. So this is, I think this is a manifestation that Nigeria is ready to come home with uh, the, the league. And by God's willing, uh, I believe we won the, the, the tournament this time and we are going to come home with uh, in flying color in, in this tournament. Thank you. Yes, of course. I'm very convinced of the team's performance. They got the goals in the right moment of the game. And um, I think my man of the match should be Moses Simon, followed by Joe Aribo. Hounds down, Moses Simon. Yeah. Then if there should be a... Uh, another man of the match should be Joe Aribo. And my name is Michael Abraham. My name is Abdel Fatou Suleiman from Ghana, a sports journalist at Noah DBS, DBS Man of um, I watched the Nigeria game and I'm very impressed with how the Nigerians play, especially with how the team is solid in the midfield and into attack and how they transit the ball going forward. Um, I know my man of the match is going to be uh, William uh, William Econ. William Econ is will be my man of the match because how he organized the back is very, very impressive because with the partnership between him and then uh, um, Kenneth Tomori is very, very, very amazing. The way he, how he organized the back, how he's good in area draws, how he wants most of the tackles, how he cleared the balls makes me man of the mouth. Do Simon won the man of the mouth of the game and he was very very fantastic and I will give it to somebody like Chamole Chukwese who was also solid in in the first half and in the second half he couldn't play. But I think in all the Nigeria team is very solid and I tip the Nigerians to win at this AFCON. Hello, I'm Ola Reigns. So I feel um it's Moses Simon is the man of the he was my man of the match. Simon. My name is Lurwani Idris Malikawa, the media officer Kano Pillars. And uh, of course, for today's match, the Nigeria trash Sudan by 3 1 in the ongoing 33 edition of African Cup of Nations in Cameroon. It's an indication that the players of Nigeria now are trying their best to ensure that they revive the glory of 
Nigeria, in the African continent, particularly in the football. And I believe the way these boys are playing, they are going to make Nigeria proud at the end of this tournament. And of course, Egabon Salis, Yusuf, Joseph Yobo, and Co. in the technical crew, they deserve to be commended on the way and manner they even produce these kind of players that are so far doing well in the nation cup particularly in today's match against sudan where we beat sudan 2-1 is an indication that the boys didn't try and they want to make all nigerian happy uh, on the issue of the man of the match for my own perception i voted moses simon as a man of the match for today's match oh today's match was nice i must say is also awesome. Like I wanted to watch it. I wanted to watch Nigerian vs Sudan. Even while I was at a party, I was just my mind was on oh, Nigerian vs Sudan. I need to watch it. I need to watch it. <laughs> you know how it feels now. <laughs> so when the match started, like a few minutes after the match commenced, oh my God, my guys, our guys <laughs> gave us a goal. Like it was so amazing. So so amazing. It, it really puts. The Sudan players in action. They had just they went. They wanted to score at all costs. And I would say that my man of the match is Moses Simon because even at the first match, he had to assist. Yeah, he, he had a very good assist. And then the third match was wow. The third goal rather was wow. Like it was least expected, I must say. And that was that was a, that was an amazing match. It was an amazing one. So thumbs up, guys. You are doing us good. Keep up the good work. Make us proud. Let's keep making us proud, guys. We love you. I mean, I love you. And this is Adeleke Debra speaking. Keep up with the good work, guys. I must see Simon. You are the best. Eka Song, Pixel Urukomi from University of Ibadan. Move comment to the match in Nigeria. Balano. Share more Sadiq Abi Sadiq Abi Kilo Konje. Toko or talk be wally, took on shoot on shoot you more, but bat you more bammy mobo she graduate one no super eguzo. But boy, Emma Jet Timbari Lori feed, wo mole wale non mole mole non free o Tori me mobo ah Boshe why we are come full red calano eh Uncle Wolo Kong by any two kong last match, first match no la da da long ba complete passikan kushelano complete passikan se play an ye mommy gong babo julo Let on see Pixel My name is Oguni Iwalu. Today's match was very super, and in the super good of Nigeria, play good, and their match that are playing is very okay. My man of the match for today is Simon. Yeah, Mamid Fati Olani. Yeah, I would say Moses Simon. He has been has been efficient and has been amazing for the super goals since the start of the uh, Cup of Nations. Undoubtedly, he even deserved the uh, MOTM award, the first, the opening match. So I think today as well, having a go to his name and an assist as well for Chico is, I think it's worth him being named the man of the match. So that's it for me. Thank you. Um, my name is AGK Naldo. For me, the man of the match for today's game was um, Simon Moses. Hi, my man. I think, to my own point of view, ANHO is the man of the match. The Leicester star guy, ANHO, is the man of the match. That's just the little that we can add to the pod. But if you sent your opinion and you didn't add it, please don't be annoyed with us. You know we can't add everything. So, in subsequent episodes, when we request opinions like that, don't hesitate to say them. Honest like that. It shows that we have you guys in our heart and we are ready to go extra more with you because without you guys, we are nobody. We are just there to satisfy you and it is whatever it is that we want to do. And to everyone that contributed to that game from Cameroon, from Ghana, from Zimbabwe, thanks very much, guys. We are we are open to seeing more of this in subsequent episodes. And when we are requesting for it, please, please, please don't hesitate to message us and we are also going to stay consistent here so that we are going to be serving you everything as regards African football and in particular this ongoing African populations. Esteban Obiang caught all of us by surprise by scoring that 
vital goal for Equatorial Guinea against Algeria. The result is not an isolated win for the Desert Foxes because they've been so inconsistent in recent times and they've now failed to win six of their last 11 competitive matches. That says a lot about a team that's, that, that has not been defeated in 35 games. Prior to that loss to Equatorial Guinea, they drew 0-0 with Sierra Leone in this nations and in previous qualifiers they played two all draws with Burkina Faso. They also played one all draw with Burkina Faso. They drew 3-3 with Zambia and also 2-2 with Zimbabwe. So that says a lot about this team. And in those 11 games, the game that they won was um, twice against Djibouti, twice against the J Republic and once against Botswana. So in in these two previous games, in these 11 games, they failed to score in two consecutive games, which was the first time they are going to do so under their current manager in over five years. So they came into this tournament with 1,518 1, points and they were 29th on the FIFA ranking. But after that loss to Equatorial Guinea on Sunday, they've lost 28 points in FIFA ranking. So they will now drop to 36 in the world, which is going to be the fifth in Africa with 1,480 points. They are going to be behind Tunisia in third, and Nigeria will also overtake them. Nigeria will be fourth, while they will be fifth. So AFCON is is not a tournament that you just come in and say, okay, yes, I want to come in, I want to come and defend it. It should be one of the most difficult competitions in football to defend because we've seen. 2015 winner, they came to 2017 tournament Ivory Coast and they were dumped out of the group stage. So it has always been very, very hard for teams to come to African competitions and defend their title. Before we can see a team winning back to back titles here, they are going to go on the stretch. And Algeria, you know, nobody is ruling them out yet. They might qualify as first, they might qualify as second, they might qualify as third, or they might even get dumped out. If you are so surprised that Algeria might qualify at first, just stay tuned during the course of this episode because we are going to analyze everything as to who will qualify, who might not qualify, and who has been looked at. This system of 24 teams at the tournament and four top best place teams getting into the last 16 is not a straightforward one. At the end of the group stage, all top place teams will be ranked based on the number of points that they've won in their respective group. The team with the same number of points will then be separated on goal difference from their own respective group. Goal scored in their group matches will be the criteria that is next in line. And finally, if none of these factors set them apart, they will be drained of lots by the CAF organizing committee. The top four of the six teams will then be rewarded with a place in the last 16. Presently, here is how the teams are currently ranked in the top list teams ranking. Tunisia are top from group F with three points and three goal difference, followed by Group B third place Malawi. They are currently on second point in the ranking of top place team with three points and zero goal. Cape Verde from Group A also has three points with zero goal difference. Followed by Sierra Leone from Group E, they have two points and zero goal difference. The group is then completed by Ghana and Guinea-Bissau. They have one point each and minus one goal difference each. So what does this mean for? Teams like Algeria and Canada are presently not in that qualification spot as the best four top place teams. Three of the six groups already have three teams with at least three points. This means that if Algeria and Ghana draw, they will have two points. So they have to hope that the top place teams in Group C and Group D don't have three points. Ghana will need to win at least 2-0 margin to definitely qualify as one of the best top place teams. The Algeria mission is very clear. They, sh- they need to beat Ivory Coast with just one point from their first two games. But there is also a scenario that Ghana and Algeria might possibly qualify with a draw. But five or six other results needs to go their way. For Ghana, Ethiopia must know me, Sudan must know me, Guinea-Bissau must know me, Algeria must know me, and Syria alone must lose by at least two goal margin. For Algeria, a draw with Ivory Coast might also still be enough to take them through. But Ethiopia must know me, Ghana must know me, Sudan must know me, Guinea-Bissau must know me. These scenarios are very, very unlikely. 
and it's going to be very costly for both Ghana and Algeria. Algeria can still even top Group E. Yes, they can still top Group E, despite the fact that they are rock bottom of their group. If they beat Ivory Coast by two or more goals and Equatorial Guinea draws against Syria alone, don't be surprised. That means that all the three teams will have four points in that group. And Algeria will top the group through three-way head-to-head tiebreaker. So that is how they are going to be here. So it's very, very hard and it might be confusing, but that is how the teams are going to qualify. Algeria might have four points and still come out as first position. While some teams might have four points and still not be part of the best top list teams. So that is how the rankings are. And the quality of the teams in your group can also determine because there are teams that at the moment they've not won. They still have chances of coming out from their group. But there are teams that they've also not won and they've been dumped out of the tournament. Teams like Mauritania and Zimbabwe. So they've been knocked out of the tournament despite the fact that they still have a game to spare. While mm, a team like Malawi and Ethiopia, they still have chances of getting to the fastest team despite the fact that they also have lost two games and still have one more to play. So it depends on how matches are being played by your opponents. The results is much more than you if you've not won games. And Ghana, for example, now, despite the fact that they've not won so far, their next game, if they draw it, they might still qualify. But the chances of qualification for them is very, very slim. So for the general analysis of all the group standings, in Group A, Cameroon are currently top with six points and four good defense. Burkina Faso second. Cameroon has qualified, but they've not qualified as first. Burkina Faso are currently second with three points. Cape Verde also with three points. Ethiopia with zero points, having lost their first game to Cape Verde and their second game to Cameroon by four goals to one. So they have minus four good difference. As things stand in that group, Cape Verde will be meeting Cameroon while Burkina Faso will be facing off with Ethiopia. If Ethiopia defeats Burkina Faso by four goals or more, Ethiopia will have plus four good difference and they are going to overtake Burkina Faso with with a superior head-to-head record. So they are going to move up and Burkina Faso will come down regardless of the results between Cape Verde and Cameroon. But due to the fact that Burkina Faso defeated Cape Verde, so Burkina Faso will definitely have superior head-to-head record over Cape Verde. And that will take, if Cape Verde failed to win their match against Cameroon, that will take Burkina Faso above Cape Verde on the group level. But things might not go that way. Cameroon might lost, Cameroon might win, Cameroon might draw. Ethiopia against Burkina Faso, they might, the game might end, end and draw. So nobody knows what is going to happen there. But in case Ethiopia wins, Ethiopia can still qualify. Burkina Faso, if they draw or if they win the game, they might still qualify. But as it stands, if both games in group A ends in draw, Cameroon is going to go out as the group leader, followed by Burkina Faso, and Cape Verde will be the third best placed teams, having accrued three points in their first two games and one point if they draw in their last game. In group B, it is so so confusing in Ruby because the first position has four points, which is Guinea. The second position, Senegal, also has four points with the same goal difference of plus one with Guinea. While the third position, Malawi, they are assured of a top three finish, and Zimbabwe has been knocked out. They've been eliminated from the tournament with zero points. And going into the last game, Malawi will be facing Senegal, Zimbabwe will be facing Guinea. Zimbabwe, the only thing they have left is to save the shame for their country. So they need to win this game. It is a consolation win for them. They've been eliminated from the tournament. So going into this game, Guinea will want to top their group because the lower you are in your group, the higher the chances that you are going to face a tougher opponent. So it's better for them to just come out as one of the Based on one of the group winners because if you are from group A, group B, group C, and group D, and you are coming out as group winner, you are going to face one of the four third best place teams. So it's all to fight for in Ruby. 
So Senegal will be open to defeat Malawi as it stands. Malawi, Senegal, and Guinea—they are assured of a top three finish. Whether they are going to, whether Malawi is going to be part of those top top four teams as third place is not yet known. But the fact that Senegal will be part has been established. The fact that Guinea will be part of those teams has also been established because Senegal defeats um, Zimbabwe in their first game, courtesy of a late Sadimani penalty in the 97th minute. Guinea also they were concurrent against um, Malawi in their first game after Silas scored in the 35th minute. So that that was the result in the first game. And in the second game, Senegal and Guinea they played out a 0-0 draw. And in the other game, Malawi defeated Zimbabwe. They came from behind after Mahango scored some fantastic goal. Zimbabwe are out totally now. Malawi they will be looking to get a result against Senegal. They are three points. So if they win against Senegal, they are going to have seven points. So regardless of the result between Guinea and Zimbabwe, they will qualify. But if Guinea fail to beat Zimbabwe, Malawi will qualify as the group winner. But if Malawi and Senegal play out a draw, so it's going to be that Senegal will have five points. Malawi will have four points. So Malawi will be part of those top four best place teams. But Guinea and Zimbabwe, it shouldn't be so hard for Guinea to get at least a point. And if you are getting a point, automatically you are qualifying. If you are getting five points, automatically you are going to be part of the teams that are going to play in the last 16. Maybe it's going to be down to going through through as one of the third best place teams, as group winner or as group winner or any of those three teams can still finish anywhere. So it is not yet known for any of those three teams. But the only thing that has been asserting so far in, the, in Group B is that Zimbabwe has been eliminated and Senegal, Guinea and Malawi, they've been assured of a top three finish. While in Group C, Morocco have advanced as one of the top two teams. So there's no going back for them again. They've advanced. They have six points with plus three goal difference after defeating Ghana and Comoros in their first two games. So they've been assured of a place in the top two. So they are true to the next round. Gabon also, they took it very late to equalize against Ghana. They have four points in that group after defeating Comoros in their first game 1-0 courtesy of Aaron Bobenza go in the 16th minute so they won their first game they drew their second game they have four points now ahead of Ghana Ghana has one point with minus one goal difference the minus one goal difference in Ghana has came from the long goal they considered against Morocco Comoros now as they are they can only advance as one of the third best place team they have zero points but the only way they can advance as one of the third best place team is that if they defeat the Black Stars of Ghana. That sounds impossible, but with what we've seen so far in the African Cup of Nations, anything can still happen. So if Comoros defeats Ghana and regardless of the result between Gabon and Morocco, Comoros will come up with three points. But for Comoros to have higher chances of being part of the top four of the third best place teams they need to beat Ghana with at least three goals for them to clear their minus three goal defense so that is going to be very embarrassing for can give for the Ghanaian side because as it stands there has been a lot of pressures coming from Accra and Ghana as a whole they want their country to come come out with a win here and probably Morocco will defeat Gabon for them to Overtake. And if Morocco is going to defeat Gabon and Ghana wants to go ahead of Gabon, since both of them they don't have any superior air record since they drew one win when they faced each other in match day two. But there needs to be three goals for Ghana to qualify as second if they win and Morocco will defeat Gabon. So how that three goal is going to come can be that Ghana will score two goals and Morocco will defeat Gabon one zero. Or Morocco will defeat Gabon 2-0 and Ghana will win 1-0. In any way, Ghana will clear their goal defense and Morocco and Gabon will be in minus one goal defense. So Ghana has to win that their game against Comoros first and hope that Morocco will defeat Gabon. It should not be so hard for Morocco to defeat Gabon because Morocco they are one of the teams that have been tipped to win the Nations Cup and to me they are my second favorite. You all know my first favorite, they are flopping already and they might get knocked out of the game. So, 
that's how it's spanned in group C and in group D. You have Nigeria, the Super Eagles. They are swearing, they are swearing and they are winning their games. They are the only team that has been assured of the first place finish. They have six points. Even though Morocco also has six points, Cameroon has six points. But Nigeria is the only team that has, that has secured its qualifications, their qualification spot as the group winner. So all other teams, they are still fighting for it. They can still come out as second. But Nigeria can never come out as second. Why? Because of the fact that Egypt is in the second spot. Egypt has three points. Guinea-Bissau has one point and Sudan has one point. Nigeria defeated Egypt 1-0, courtesy of a goal from Kennedy Nanachung in the 30th minute. So Nigeria has a superior head-to-head record against Egypt. Egypt has three points, Nigeria has six points. So if Egypt defeats Sudan in their last game, Egypt and Nigeria will have six, six points. And regardless of the number of goals that, that is going to be scored, if Nigeria lose their game against Guinea-Bissau by 10 goals, if Guinea-Bissau defeats Nigeria 10-0, Nigeria will still be forced because they have a superior head-to-head record over Egypt. And Guinea-Bissau, if <laughs> that is if they defeat Nigeria by 10 goals. So Guinea-Bissau, we, currently they have minus one goal difference. So they will have plus nine goal difference and they will have four points, which will put them in position to be part of the top four of the top best place teams. So, but that 10 goals is not possible. Niger- my Nigeria can never lose 10 goals. Nigeria will even defeat Guinea-Bissau. So don't let me say 10 goals. So Nigeria will defeat Guinea-Bissau. Egypt and Sudan, it is all left to play for. Egypt has not qualified. If Sudan defeats them, Sudan is going to overtake them in second place with four points. So it is all left to battle for between Egypt, Guinea-Bissau and Sudan. In Group E, every coast are assured of a top three finish. But they are not assured of finishing first, finishing second, or finishing third. If Algeria defeats Ivory Coast in their last match, the fun fact is that the last time Algeria won African Cup of Nations was 1990, after 1990. And in the next edition of the African Cup of Nations in 1992, they were knocked out of the group stage. They lost one, they've lost one now. They drew one, they've drew one now and they were in the same group and Kodeva defeated them 3-0 is that going to repeat itself now? don't know they are the defending champions now they were the defending champions then so it's all left to play for Ivory Coast against Algeria Sierra Leone against Equatorial Guinea anything can still happen in that group Ivory Coast has 4 points Equatorial Guinea has 3 points Sierra Leone has 2 points Algeria has 1 point so it's all left to battle for in that group any of those teams can still qualify and any of those teams can still be knocked out but Ivory Coast has been assured of a top 3 finish if they lose the game against Algeria and Equatorial Guinea did not win or probably if Equatorial Guinea won their game Equatorial Guinea they are currently on 3 points so if Equatorial Guinea defeats Syria alone Equatorial Guinea will be first Algeria if they defeat Ivory Coast Algeria will be second and Ivory Coast will be third and that will take Ivory Coast. If Ivory Coast presently they have plus one goal difference and four points, so that means if they are going to, if they lose their last game, their plus one goal difference is going to be zero. Or if they lose more than one, it's going to be minus. That will put them in a very very tight spot. But they will be in top team with four points. Their points are never going to be So they will be part of those teams that fighting for sport. But if they have a negative goal difference. Their chances of qualification are affected because of the fact that they have focused, they have negative goal difference. If other teams are coming in with positive goal difference and we have more than three, more than four teams with four points and with positive goal difference, it might be a very difficult one for Ivory Coast to qualify. So the best thing for them, even if they want to lose, is to lose by at least a one game match. But there is no country that will go into a match and hope to lose with any margin. So Ivory Coast, the elephants of Ivory Coast, they will be aiming to win their last game. But the game is against Algeria. Algeria needs the game. Ivory Coast needs the game. But due to the fact that Algeria is a team that cannot be written off. They can win. Ivory Coast can perform. So the game is going to be a tough one. And as it stands, there is no minus in African football. So anything can happen. I can't even predict. I predicted that Algeria is going to win the African 
questions and they need to save themselves from qualifying from the group first so don't expect anything from me in terms of predictions so far this season so it's all to play for in the group any of those teams can still get knocked out any of those teams can still qualify so it's a very difficult one there and Let's just hope for the best in group E and group E promises to be entertaining and the match between Ivory Coast and Algeria it's a must watch game it is a game that is going to be one of it is a game that you should be expecting in final but we are seeing it in group stage and they have they all have to battle for their lives if they want to qualify so that is how we have it in group E and in group F Gambia Mali Tunisia and Mauritania Mauritania has been eliminated they are the second team to have been eliminated from this tournament after losing their first game against Gambia and their second game by a scoreline of 4-0 against Tunisia. Gambia are assured of a top 3 finish definitely since one of those teams has been eliminated. So Mali are assured of a top 3 finish. Tunisia are also assured of a top 3 finish. But where either or all of those teams will finish has not been ascertained. Gambia has 4 points with plus 1 goal difference. Mali has 4 points with plus 1 goal difference after both teams played out a one-all draw. Courtesy of mm, Barrow's penalty in the 98th minute and Kone's penalty for Mali in the 79th minute. So both teams scored through the penalty. They played out a one-all draw. And Tunisia dropped Mauritania. So nobody knows what is going to happen. But Tunisia are in poor position. Trust me, they are playing against Gambia. Gambia are debutants in this tournament. They might not have that experience. And Tunisia, we all saw what happened in their game against Mali when they lost. And referee Janis Kazui ended the game prematurely in the 85th minute before ending it again in the 89th minute. So Tunisia is a team that they they are one of the highest ranked teams in African football. As it stands now, going into this game, they are the third best team in African football according to FIFA ranking. So they have all it takes to defeat Gambia and they are going to be going to that game with full force. They are on three points. They have superior goal difference in that group. So it is all left to battle for between Mauritania and Mali. Mali, they are also a strong team. They are going to be going into the game having four points and plus one goal difference. A draw is going to take them to the next round. But if Gambia and Tunisia draw, a draw might not be enough to take them to take Mali to first position. So Mali needs to win that game. If Mali wins that game, automatically, and uh, if Mali wins that game and Tunisia didn't win against Gambia, automatically Mali is going to come out as first. And Gambia will, if Gambia lose to Tunisia, Gambia will be third. Tunisia will be second. But if Mali did not beat, if Mali did not beat Mauritania and Tunisia defeats Gambia. Tunisia is going to come first. Gambia is going to come second if Mali loses. So it's it's all to play for 4-4-3-0. So Gambia with four points, Mali with four points, Tunisia with four with three points. But as it stands, Tunisia have higher chances of getting the top spot. Yeah, because Tunisia have all it takes to defeat Gambia. Gambia can also win, but Tunisia they are a team that we can all pitch our things with, so they can win this game and they should win against Gambia. If they are defeating Gambia, then it means Gambia as a debutant, they can still qualify with four points, so they will just get dumped to third position. And with, with the way things are right now, it's not sure, but the only thing that is sure is that Mauritania has been knocked out and Mauritania with zero points. Maybe they all have save the shame for themselves and probably get a result against Mali. It's all left to play for in that group too. So for all the group winners in group A, group B, group C and group D, they won't know their fate yet in round of 16. The only thing they will know is that they are going to qualify to the next phase. But who they are going to face, they don't know yet. So, and as it stands, Nigeria is the only group winner yet. Nigeria will face the third best place teams from Group B, Group E, Group F, which can be either of Malawi, Guinea, or Senegal from Group B, or Sierra Leone, Equatorial Guinea, Ivory Coast, or Algeria from Group E. It can also be Gambia, Mali, or Tunisia from Group E. So, it is one of those 10 teams that Nigeria will face.
Our opponents will be determined on the final top place rankings. So Nigeria as winner of Group D and group leaders in Group A, Group B and C won't know who they will face in the last 16 until the final group game has been played on Thursday night. Only winners of Group E and Group F are certain to face a fixed opponent. Gambia, they are temporarily at the top of Group F. They will face runners-up of Group E, which is presently occupied by Equatorial Guinea, but that can still change to any teams in the group. Ivory Coast sits temporarily at the top of Group E. They will face up with the runner-up of Group D, which is presently Egypt, but can still change to either Guinea-Bissau or Sudan. It can change to Guinea-Bissau if the African Wild Dog defeats the Super Eagles of Nigeria or if Sudan defeats the Pharaohs of Egypt. Did you know that before the commencement of the tournament, Opta's prediction have Nigeria as the most likely team to win the African Cup of Nations? And after Saturday's win, their probability of winning increased by last night. So, Opta statistics put Nigeria in poor position to win the tournament. They have 71.8% chances of reaching the quarterfinals, 47.8% chances of reaching the semi-final, 31.1% chances of reaching the final, and 18.9% chances of being crowned as the champions of Africa. While they are followed by Morocco's 14.1% chances of winning the title, Senegal has 13.4% chances of winning the title, Egypt. Egypt are in fourth position with 12.0% chances. Cote d'Ivoire, they have 8.6% chances of winning, followed by Tunisia's 8.0% chances. Ghana, <laughs> Ghana that might not even qualify from group, they have 5.2% chances of winning the African Cup of Nations. That is far behind Nigeria. Mali has 4.3% chances of being crowned the champions. Cameroon has as low as 3.6% chances, while Guinea has 3.1% chances. Algeria, they've dropped drastically down. They now have 2.9% chances of being crowned as champion, just a little above Burkina Faso's 2.8% chances. This model considers the strength of the opponent and also the difficulty of their path to the final by using match outcome probabilities with the competition's group stage matches and also the seedings in the knockout stage. This is purely statistics and probability and I expect you to watch football beyond stats and beyond probabilities. With what we've seen in AFCON so far, Nigeria might face Malawi in round of 16 and Malawi can defeat them. Yes, don't be surprised. So anything can happen. All these statistics, one has 500% chances, it might not come out and the Super Eagles of Nigeria that me have been following for some time now, it is better to hope for the worst and pray for the best. So don't put all your eggs in one basket because Nigeria can disappoint you. But the fact that coming into this tournament, my three favorites was Algeria, Morocco and Cameroon. That is not changing anytime soon. With what I've seen, Nigeria impressed me a lot. They impressed a lot of me. But it doesn't change the fact that if Nigeria faces Cameroon in the semi-final in Yaoundé, Cameroon has not lost a competitive game in Yaoundé since 1972. That is 50 years back. So it goes a long way. Morocco can hardly concede goal, and they've been so dominant in this tournament. Though Nigeria has been dominant, but we've all seen how shaky they can be when teams are pressurizing them. It was because of the lack of quality at the attacking third of the pitch for Sudan. That was why they were unable to mount pressure with the Super Eagles and they disabled all attacking threats for Egypt. Not all teams will be like that. So there is still going to be a lot of tougher oppositions that are going to come for the Super Eagles. But I believe that with what we've seen so far, they might still be able to get the job done. But anything can still happen. That's the bottom line. Anything can still happen in this African Cup of Nations. Whether Nigeria will win, it's it's unknown to anyone. Not even Opta. Opta just predicts based on statistics and probabilities. I am also predicting based on my own bias that Morocco, Cameroon, and the likes will go ahead and win. Nobody knows. Only God knows tomorrow. So we should all be open for a better team to win, and we should all be open for a good tournament. So that is what we can all hope for, and. That is going to be the size of our package today. Do well to join us for episode 6 next time out. I remain my own self, Olamide Abi. Thank you for joining us.
That's Made in Africa podcast. Brought to you by Dollarport Tech Services. We just don't break the news. We break it and surround it with analysis. How it happened and why it happened are very important to us. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor or wherever you get your podcasts.